welcome to Imperfect Parenting Podcast. Together again. Together again. We have very clashing uh, experiences here. It's probably a really good re- representation of our personalities. Very different. Yes. I was thinking you look like you're about to go camping. Thank you. Nice camping. <laughs> Glamping. Glamping. Yeah. Okay, that's... You, I, no, thank you anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take it back. You're about to go into the wilderness and build your own teepee. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weird. I just, I'm like, trying mm. to... What's something more intense than glamping? But you just... You've got thank that, you. like, yeah. lumberjack... That's what I was going no. for. I have the... Sorry, uh, we didn't talk before we dressed. My librarian shirt on. <laughs> Did you turn your book in on time? <laughs> all right, all that, guys. I'm trying not to say anything. Okay. <laughs> You're the most beautiful librarian I've ever seen. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that's Try not it. to say that. You're funny. Okay. <laughs> the first part of it is just us seeing each other, like, for the first time after we've changed. Who, who put us together? Like, who made the decision? Because... I'm just staring, staring across from the The Lord woman. put us together. Is that what it is? Yeah. I meant the podcast, oh. not in life. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we have a meme. Mm-hmm. We should move on. <laughs> yep. Good. <laughs> this one makes me laugh. Uh, I'm going to share it. And then you probably have. A hundred situations where exactly. this is true. That was my thought. Yeah. But it's, it's referring to she. This could be a he. A he or she. That's it. There's two choices here. But she believed she could. She believed she could. And she almost did. But then someone asked repeatedly for a snack and she lost track of what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Goldfish. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say this definitely has happened with children, 100%. But I also have a million things going on in my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. So I am also, I've, I've made this happen to myself. <laughs> I've witnessed it. I know. I just this morning I went downstairs. Oh man. And I went to go get my computer that was downstairs to put it upstairs with my bag. And then I started and I also was gonna get breakfast. And then I saw my mom and she started talking to me about something. So I went over to her. (laughs) Did she want a snack? No. She started telling me about something. And then I started searching for my cup of coffee. That was not downstairs. I didn't bring it with me. So I said, I can't find my coffee. She goes, I don't think you brought it downstairs. I'm like, okay. I left it upstairs. She goes, just get a new one. I'm like, it's fine. I'm going to go up there in just a minute. I'm continuing to be down there for much longer than I wanted to be. I didn't grab my computer, and I started making breakfast. And then I forgot my computer when I went upstairs. Because I was thinking about, mm-hmm. we have else. to film today. I got to get out of the house. This has to happen. No, no, no. no, no. So random question. Yes. This is for you and for the listeners. Have you have you ever done this where, for instance, you'll come downstairs, I'm going to go do something. I get down there. I cannot for the life of me remember what I was going to do. So what I've had to do a couple of times is walk back upstairs, stand where I started and go, oh, that's what it was. No, that is not. <laughs> it's just me? Yeah. Okay. I've done that so I, many times. I, I cannot figure it out. So no. I get back to where I started. Well, I, probably because I choose, it probably wasn't important enough to remember. So I'm going to do the next <laughs> thing that was on the list. And then eventually it comes back. But I am not going to waste time going back <laughs> upstairs and try and summon in my memories. It feels like there's some sermon in that. Go back to where you started. All right. Or keep moving forward. Or keep moving forward. <laughs> I don't know. Amen. Both and are powerful. here's how we're different, guys. <laughs> Every sense of the way. Okay. We are actually talking about um, maybe what we should have done is ask the Holy Spirit what we were 
trying to do because that's that's what we're doing today is talking about the Holy Spirit, parenting yeah. with the Holy Spirit, and how amazing it is when we do this. And uh, it was a fun story. We were in this uh, call with this mom the other day, and she's got a, a rough connection with her son, and uh, he. She she said, "Lord, what do I pray over yeah. him? What what do you want me to pray over Such him? Because she just is frustrated, doesn't know where to start, what to do. It out of regain connection, he's kind of been pulling away from the Lord. So she's just crying out to him, like, what what do I do? And um, I can't remember if she said, I don't know what to pray anymore. What do you want to pray? She said, How are you praying for him? That's right. That's what it was. And um." I don't know if you remember it more than I do, but she she just said she felt the Lord say something like pray pray that He finds me in the places He doesn't expect it, and something some of was, that nature. It's like I'm I pray for Him that I see Him in the the places He doesn't think I see Him, or something. Yeah. and I'm always with Him in That's the dark spots, yes. the dark places. I'm always with Him. So it was these two things. So she's praying that, okay, Lord, I'm praying that. I don't know if it's that day or that week or months later. I have no idea of that. But he comes in with this tattoo. Well, she's from Australia, so she did say tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> All right, move on. Let's mate, point that part tattoo, out. Tattoo, mate. Tattoo. Grouse. <laughs> I don't have, I can't speak Australian. Um, so he comes in with a tattoo, and it's a cross on his... Ring finger? Something like I'm that. I'm pretty sure it's ring and finger. He, I'm pretty sure he's like... Under 18. I, that was the first part of the story. Like, okay, so he just surprised you with the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he's under 18. And you seem 18. calm. Like, oh, significantly under 18. And sh- he comes in with this brand new tattoo yep. uh, of a cross on his finger. And sh- she sounds like she handled herself well. And she yep. goes, oh, wow. I see you got a tattoo. And a, of a cross, cross. You know, so she's she's leaning in with some cr- questions. Because, again, their, their connection's pretty fragile. And she goes, why did you do that? And he says almost verbatim, "I heard, or I, I felt like the Lord said, He sees me where I am, and and all the dark places, and He'll never leave me, or something like that. Like it, it's almost verbatim from what she heard the Lord say. Yeah, He says so powerful, and it's <laughs> just composing herself. Yeah, she's just like, oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, for this insight, and um, you know, I'm not necessarily saying I support that." This underage child should go get tattoos, <laughs> but the, the the point is that she invited the Holy Spirit, invited the Lord into this place, got some revelation, felt like she had an, yeah. a a clear assignment of how to pray, and then the Lord's like, "See, I'm here," yeah. and her son, and and so when we we invite the Lord to show up in our parenting, He is so so kind in how He just reveals himself in these spaces in ways that we don't understand, we couldn't actually reach. And so she had this exchange that she got to talk to him more so about the Lord and different things. And again, it just was really beautiful for their, one, their connection and and two, just confirmation of, all right, Lord, you're with him. And, And that's, that's the part where, not that I think parents are trying not to partner with the Holy Spirit. They just don't think about him. That's what I think happens, is we just get busy and we forget. And and I think we also have a tendency sometimes for independence. Like, we should know how to do it. Yeah. We should be able to figure this out by ourselves. 
um, asking for help is hard or I, I, I just should know this stuff. You know, I, I think we do this in many areas of life. When I say we, I mean me as well. Mm -hmm. Like it, we just have this tendency to go, I should know how to do this. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit knows every situation. Mm -hmm. And there's so many situations we end up in that, I mean, all of them with kids <laughs> that we didn't expect. Yes. We didn't plan for. Yeah. And that's the, the, the space where if you don't know how to, I, I don't, I think, yeah. you know, you're probably overcomplicating it. And so I would just encourage you to simplify it, which it's the, maybe it's in the moment of chaos. Maybe it's you're picking up your kids from school and you felt that disconnect. You could, your grades are slipping. They've got their tensions growing every time they're in the car. I would just put on some worship music, just ask him to come into your car, into your parenting, into your, your words. I mean, you just seek wisdom and, you know, we've been talking a lot about the uh, armor of God with our kids and, and the power in which it wields. And I, I think part of this is, okay, I'm I'm getting equipped for this moment because there is tension and it's a war. It's a battle for your heart. There is a war of connection happening. And and the devil's after our kids because he knows if he can disrupt that that calling, that they then he's won another generation. And I, I think that's what we're trying to I want to encourage parents to Hey, you're you're the watch guards. Yep. You need to be there paying attention. So get on your armor and invite this weapon of the Holy Spirit That's to right. guide you in wisdom on how to communicate, love, connect. Yep. Um, and I, I think our kids will not talk to us if they feel like we're a scary place for their messes. Yep. And, and that's that, that control, that need for perfection is that we, we don't want the mess. The mess is scary, so how we handle it is really poor. And then it just communicates, I'm not safe. I can't handle your mess. Seasons with Delaney that were really hard, she was making lots of messes that were really scary. And me being the control freak, I would just could have easily jumped in and make bigger messes and create larger gaps between our relationship. But to stop, to pause, and to just ask the Holy Spirit to come, it was the crazy experience in, in those seasons for me that I could just sit back and find peace, even though I had no idea. It, it, you know, it's that, that Indiana Jones scene. I don't know which one it is, but I think Temple of Doom. I don't know. There's an imaginary uh, bridge, bridge mm -hmm. that you can't see because mm -hmm. it feels like an illusion. That's what it feels like, is I... I know it's there. Yeah. And I'm trusting that it's where well, you said it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you were right there. You were right there. Okay, the great. whole time. I'm going to keep walking then. But it's it's first that trust place. Yeah. And that's the hard part. And and the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, when when Jesus, um, when, when he sends the, the 120 up in the upper room, he essentially tells them, it's good that I go. Because when I leave, I'm sending you one, mm -hmm. the advocate, the helper, the comforter, mm -hmm. that's, that's going to bring what you need throughout the rest of eternity mm -hmm. in, in every situation. And I think, you know, these situations, we don't know what to do that just cause so much pain in our hearts. Let him be the comforter. Mm -hmm. These situations, we don't know what to do. Come ask him, Holy yeah. Spirit, what's the question? I don't know what the question is right now. Yeah. That's one of the common things we get is, how do you ask questions? How do you start? How do you even find questions? This could be a great place to, to begin is, Holy Spirit, 
help me find the question yeah. with this disconnected teenager, with this child who just doesn't want to work with me. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it's there's something going on in the child that we can't get access to, that we, we, we're like, I, I, I just need in there. I just need in there. Put me in, coach. Well, sometimes coach is like, I don't think you can handle it. If I put you in there, you're going to make a mess of this. <laughs> You're, you're not ready for that mess. You're not ready to be that scared because you don't handle that well. Mm. You know, and I think that's the other part of, okay, invite the Holy Spirit so I am going to partner with wisdom that is not of this world. Yep. Because then I can go in and be like, all right, I have peace that surpasses all understanding, even though I should be terrified and want to control and withhold and all these things that make me feel safe. But I'm now walking in the authority of heaven, so I, I don't feel as scared. Because yep. you're not scared. Hey, it's Brittany here. I'm normally on the Kylo Show, yes. But I wrote a book. I wrote a book for parents. But I talk a lot about moms. So if you're listening to this and you're a mom who's frustrated, who feels like you're failing, who feels hopeless in this game of parenting that we're in, I want to invite you to read my book. It comes out Mother's Day this year, and I picked that day on purpose because I know that church is attended the most on Mother's Day, and I've met with so many moms out there that want to do this well, and so do I, which is why I wrote this book. I know that connection is the goal. And perfection just gets in the way. So if that's you, Mom, buy yourself this gift on Mother's Day. It's going to be worth it. So I hope that you feel blessed and encouraged by my new book, Imperfect Parenting. You can find it at imperfectparenting.co. In, in the beginning of this month, Seth just talked a little bit about uh, when we look up, we actually recover sight. And I, I, I'm pretty sure he's talking about the story with uh, Jesus and the five fish and two fish and five loaves. Mm-hmm. I always mix that up. Um, but you know, when, when Jesus gives thanks for the food, he looks up and, and he, he, he recovers sight. He actually gets heaven's perspective on the situation and, and what to do. And I think that's, that's so much of what's happening here mm-hmm. is, God, I actually need to see this through, through your eyes. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, let me have your perspective because what I'm seeing mm-hmm. Is, is what you're talking about. It's scaring the heck out of me. I'm terrified. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're terrified of losing influence and losing connection. Yep. Um, which is why that the book Imperfect Parenting Connection over Perfection is we're not we're not chasing down perfection, we're chasing down connection and and the Holy Spirit is the comforter, which is connection. He's this place to assist and help i mean that's that's his job so that's how we we win is leaning into that and the the rest of the story with this mother we start we started this podcast with today mm-hmm. is um she actually went and told her son hey i think it was kind of after the fact they had the conversation and mm-hmm. he, he told her why he got the tattoo the tattoo and then um i just got to use every opportunity to feel like an aussie i can get i know and then uh, she came back and said, you know, God told me the same thing that, that he told you. And there's this moment they had that she'd been aching for, mm-hmm. but couldn't find the window, couldn't find the opening with him. And they had this conversation about it. It was just this beautiful part of the story. She's telling us that because she stopped and invited the Holy Spirit in the process, 
this door was opened that yeah. she, with all her might, couldn't push open. Yeah. And, and that's the power of partnering with the Holy Spirit, yeah. which is why we invite you to do that. Again, so if you're listening today, don't know where to start, I I think I would start just leaning into your own relationship with him. Because right. if you don't know where to start, it's probably because you've been a little bit distant yeah. yourself, distant yourself. So I I think that, you know, Worship music for me is a really great way to just usher in his presence. Getting in the word is a really great way. I mean, even... Being asking, outside for me. Yeah. And usually when you need it, I go, go outside. Yeah. Go play outside, Ben. <laughs> go find Jesus outside. <laughs> go find him. Um, and so whatever it is that gets you in that place. And I know you've got little kids running around, and I'm not saying that it needs to be silent. I, I invite them into that. I mm-hmm. remember in children's ministry, we had... A crazy amount of kids because revival was happening at Bethel and we just had so many kids and like capacity in every room and everybody was a little like there's no more peace in this room because there's just so much happening and somebody said I feel like we're supposed to just blow bubbles Mm. and I'm like okay well so they start blowing bubbles and these little I think it was a younger grade like toddlers start popping these bubbles and it felt like all of a sudden Every time they popped a bubble, it was like the releasing of the Holy Spirit in a different way. So the whole room was just filled with this uncontrollable laughter. I know it's a crazy sounding story. I felt it as you're talking about it. It is just, it was just so fun to see someone lean into how do I get (laughs) our power back? How do we get in line with heaven? Because this is not going to last us for two hours or however long the service is going. And, um, and they, it was this, you never know how creative the Lord's going to be. Yep. And I, I would encourage you not to limit him. Yep. So don't be afraid to lean into even the wildest ideas because he might be on it. Bubbles. Yeah. All right. So here's the question. What advice do you have for kids who are lying? Not necessarily out of fear of getting in trouble, but lying to keep something or do something they want to and not seeming to have any remorse and is even mm-hmm. compliant with consequences that continues to lie. Yeah, this is a really kind of broad one, so it's hard to pinpoint, uh, you know, exactly what's going on. That, but it sounds like they want to keep. Um, did you do your iPad? Did you have your technology time or your mm-hmm. iPad time? No, I haven't had it. When well, you know that they have, so I would. I always encourage parents to stop asking questions you already know the answer to. <laughs> so um, I would say, hey, you already had your iPad time today. What would you like to do instead? No, I haven't had it. I'm like, oh, well, I know you had it. So did you want to lie to me about it, though? I mean, I just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. I remember a um, story with Lincoln a long time ago. Is, uh, he w- was throwing rocks over the neighbor's, mm-hmm. uh, into the neighbor's yard, and the neighbor really was upset about it. And whatever. He brought over the rocks. We all knew it was Lincoln. So I said, Hey, buddy, um, you've been throwing rocks over at the neighbor's house. He goes, no, I haven't. Obviously, I have the rocks in my hand. The guy's got footage of it, you know, and he's confessing that, you know, this child, and the girls are like, he's done it. You know, I mean, I don't know why Lincoln tried. He's just, you know, like, uh, I was playing, and I didn't realize this was this big of a problem. So I just said, hey, did you want to try that again? Mm -hmm. So, one, I would stop asking questions um, when you know that they're going to be lying, I I just ask a different type of question, um, and then I would say, "Are you wanting? Are you are you trying to lie to me? Is that is that the choice that you're making right now?" 
and and call it what it is. And they continue to be like, oh, man, that's a bummer because that really hurts my heart that you're choosing to lie and not tell the truth. Um, so until I feel like a smart mommy to give you your iPad time, I'm going to hold on to it because uh, I don't know why you're choosing to lie. Yeah. And I think you probably need to work on figuring out why you are lying to me about it. And I would try and figure that piece out more than I think the the lying, everyone gets really terrified of it. I remember I had um, a mom who their kid took something from our house and she was convinced that their kid's going to end up in jail because <laughs> they t- are theft. Yep. And I'm like, I am don't think that that's the problem. I think she wanted the toy and you told her she couldn't have it and she's like, well, I'm going to take it. It's pretty, pretty normal. Mm-hmm. So that's my... I would change your questions, especially if you know this is coming. Um, again, have a plan for the situation. Don't be rattled by the lying. Yeah. I would try and figure out what is it that they're they're needing. Like, what is it they're afraid of? Because there's a need so- going on somewhere, and they're trying to get it met. And lying is their avenue of choice. Yeah, great. That that's it. I I think address the questions just like you're saying, yeah. and and call it out. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, don't, don't, I, I, yeah, I think I was done. But just that piece I was thinking about as I was finishing was the don't be rattled. Yeah. I think that's the piece that often gets parents is mm-hmm. we get so shaken by, if, if you lie now, then you're going to end up in prison when you're. Yeah. We're all liars. Yeah. I, I know lots of adult liars. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's always means that they're an awful human. I, usually they're scared of something or. They were afraid of something. Yep. Um, they wanted something. They're afraid to lose they something. They were trying to protect something. Yep. So I I would look at it like that and um, ask different questions. All right. So there we go. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again. Mm-hmm. Till next time. See you later. <laughs>